Blog Talk Radio. He's back! Yes! That's right, America's Voice of Reason is back for his fifth year on Blog Talk Radio. He's back on the airwaves with a bandwidth that can't be beat. Your favorite online DJ and mine, here's Digital Dave! You're listening to... Digital Dave Radio Show streaming live on Blog Talk Radio. Since 2009, America's Voice of Reason and co-star of the Stone and Digital Dave Radio Show from the halls of WRBG 107.9 on your FM radio dial, here's Digital Dave! Yes, yes, we are here live on Blog Talk Radio. This is Digital Dave, America's Voice of Reason, here on Blog Talk Radio. We have a big show today, folks, a very big show. Predominantly politics, but we'll mix it up a little bit so everybody will have some. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for downloading. And if you get a chance, just uh, call me at 657-383-0253. That's 657-383-0253. I'll be awaiting your call. You can also uh, email me at um, digitaldaveradio at gmail.com. That's digitaldaveradio at email at um, gmail, sorry, dot com. Okay, let's go to the show. Let's start it off. We're going to have a little bit of news, but we're going to start off first with our, our title, our title show, Donald Trump and why he won't be our next president. Hey, I'm telling you now, don't waste your vote. Where, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever your, your political leanings are, don't waste your vote on Donald Trump. He's not going to win. The best Donald Trump can do probably is to be a spoiler if the GOP, for some reason, boots him out. If he is not the primary winner, which he might be, doubtful, but he might be, they still don't have to pick him. So get ready for this mishmash and an upset. If Donald Trump does not get the GOP nod, then Donald Trump will split and form or go independent. And if he goes independent, hello Hillary. Because the Democrats have no candidate but Hillary. So we're going to look at another four years of Obama. But enough with that. Let's go to Donald Trump and why he will not be our next president. I guarantee that's not going to happen, folks. So don't waste your vote. I'm, I'm telling you now and I'm helping you now. All right, so let me explain something to you. Donald Trump is kind of a puzzling guy. 
he's basically saying what most people are thinking, but to be politically correct, they don't say it, but they're thinking it. And with that, you're going to end up stepping on a lot of toes, hurting a lot of feelings. Now, let me explain something to you. Folks, if you don't realize this by now, the United States of America is a bunch of bleeding heart liberals. That's right. Most of the country are bleeding heart liberals. So, in a bleeding heart liberal, when someone constantly says stuff that's politically incorrect, what happens? They don't like you. They won't vote for you. So, if you think of it in those terms, he's not getting in. Plain and simple. Uh, his fight really is to curtail his comments, maybe, and and maybe, maybe, some people will say, let's listen to his message. My problem with Donald Trump is this: Donald Trump, as Obama has no experience. Obama had no experience whatsoever, and he proved it time in, time out. Unbelievable stuff he was doing, and it's still doing to this very day. Uh, what's the biggest threat for the United States of America? Well, uh, it's not ISIL. It's uh, global warming. Yeah, give me a break. We're worried about global warming that truly doesn't exist over terrorists. Okay, okay. So, if, if you get an inexperienced politician in office, you've got to wait three years at least until he gets ramped up and learns and gets to, you know, what to do. And still, there's no guarantee that this bozo will be a good president. We've got one in office. I mean, I understand why he got in. He got in because of a couple of three reasons. He got in because the media loved him. He was a media donor, handsome guy, uh, spoke well. Those are two things that are, are crash and burn situations, in my opinion. You're just going to go down the tubes with a guy who's got a great smile and happens to be uh, the media darling. So, although Trump is not the media darling, but he is the Teflon Don, where the media is not touching him. The media is not raking through the coals because Donald Trump fights back. He scratches back. He bites back. So the media, after him, he would go after the media. And they're not going to let that happen. The media does not want to look bad in, in the eyesight of the public. So that's why he's skating through and saying whatever the heck he wants to say. They're waiting for Donald Trump to slip up and say something so outrageous that no one could possibly go for And he's not too far from it. Um, his speech, his lack of experience, his poise in not being a politician, per se, is the very reason why this guy is not going to make it uh, as our president. And I'll give you one of the things. He was on Face the Nation earlier this morning. And what did this guy say? 
He says, uh, let's see. He, he said, oh, this is great. This guy, well, you know, he's got a point with the statement, but it's not politically correct. He shouldn't be bringing something like this up. So Donald Trump says about Hillary, Hillary Clinton and Obama's first term. He says the the Clinton's decision led to unnecessary unnecessary death on both sides in the Middle East. And you know the big Benghazi debacle. Uh, I, I have a couple things to say about that before uh, before the show is over. And um, he also mentioned that uh, Hillary Clinton did a terrible job as her term as the uh, Secretary of State. So I kind of agree with that, but some of the things, you know, that they caused death and liberty and all that kind of stuff, maybe we should just uh, let people realize that without uh, pointing it out so sharply. So that's one of the main reasons why Donald Trump is not going to be. There's other reasons too. Donald Trump, Trump, yeah, Donald Trump. But Donald Trump has a check. He's been a womanizer. He's been married three times, three that I know of, maybe four times. You know. And you're when you're dealing with Middle America, the Corn Belt, they don't want. We don't want those guys to get divorces. And so that's going to hold them back. Um, being a billionaire doesn't help them much. Because, let's face it, you do whatever you want. That mentality doesn't win you friends. And I'm going to tell you the, the main reason why Donald Trump won't be our next president. And that's because of the Ross Perot syndrome. Yes, ma'am, Ross Perot, I'll be the best president ever, and I'll make sure this is my state, uh, uh, country again. So uh, uh, vote for me. He's going to be a spoiler, just like Ross Perot was, and that's how Clinton got. So we can think of very many ways that Trump would be great for the country. I think he's probably a good manager, money manager. He may. Help us with a couple things. I know immigration reform will definitely be on his uh, his plate. He would also build a nice fence or a wall between us and uh, our our southern friends from Old Mexico, and that might be a few good things that he might do. But to be honest with you, and we think about it, he's not going to be a great president because the inexperience is going to kick in. The guy who doesn't know what he's talking about, really because he has no experience in, in politics, is going to hurt him, his chances of even getting into office, to be voted. I don't think the GOP like the fact that he's the, the uh, leader in poll. So we will see come primary uh, voting, and I would be shocked if he ends up being their top candidate. I don't think that's going to happen, but I know one thing, if he does win and if he is their top candidate, guess what folks, we've got Clinton problems once again. And believe me, you don't want me to go on and on about why uh, Hillary Clinton should not be president. 
Hillary Clinton should not be president because I don't want, and I guess some people don't want, an additional four years of Obama. That's just what it's going to be. It was Clinton, um, Bush, Obama Clinton, Obama again, and now Clinton again. So we're going to get an additional four years of Bill Clinton because, let me explain something to you. If Hillary Clinton gets into the office, she's going to be ruled by Bill Clinton because you think he's going to be far away and you think the decisions she's making, she's not running past Bill first. That's her experience in being president because her husband wasn't president. So it's not right, but it is what it is. And we get another four years of Bill Clinton. I think we're doomed. We're going to be worse off than we ever were. And I told you that with Obama, no one listened to me. Now, oh, they say we have 5% unemployment, but that's 5% of the people who report. There is about 20 million people who don't have jobs, and another 20 million people who work in part time jobs and at McDonald's to make ends meet. Because Let's face it, the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, and the middle class is dwindling to no middle class. You're either rich or you're poor. There is no middle class living comfortably in the United States. And, and if there is, it's a very small margin. There's very few people who are having those long-term jobs and they're living the life of Riley. Yeah, some people are doing great and when you walk around and look at the nation, it looks like everything's fine. But if you go deep down into the numbers, you're going to find out that a lot of the middle class are no longer middle class. They're worried about paying mortgage, and they're working at McDonald's and really. So, do we want another four years of that? I don't. But you know what? I can't depend on the United States as a country of people who know what they're doing. They have no clue. We might as well just have a king. Because the voice of the United States public is nil, void, and we know less than the people we're voting into office, into how the government runs and why should we have good times and bad times and whatever. We don't know anything because we're putting people in office who don't help. All they do is shuffle from this side to that side, and who pays for it? Yes, we pay for it through taxes through uh, unemployment, you name it, uh, Obamacare, the worst idea on the planet. We suffer because we don't make good choices and bring in good people as our leaders. It's our fault. So I hate to say that. All right, let's flip it. Let's flip it. We're going to talk really quickly about some sports, and then I'll flip back over to a couple of different topics. Uh, sports, let's face it. Let's face it, Bill Cosby. Now, he's rivaling right up there with the OJ. You think he did it? Maybe he didn't. You think he might have? Maybe not. Bill Cosby, you know, you do yourself a favor. He's already been deposed and in the statement you told on yourself. You said, yes, you gave her the, the woman Quaver. 
that right there, they should have thrown me in jail for that right there. But now you're going back on it, you're recanting and saying, oh, you gave her headache tablets. Headache tablets and wine don't make people paralyzed and uh, knock them out. Why on earth would you need to do that? A man in his mid to late 60s, top of the world, got everything going for him. Why would you stoop to roofing a woman to have sex with him? He's not a handsome guy, so maybe that's the reason. Uh, he's kind of old, so maybe that's the reason. But drugging people to have sex with all the prostitutes and call girls and, and groupies and people who actually like you, why would you speak to this? And the psychiatrists are saying that it's a power struggle. Now, do you think Bill Cosby was powerful? He's acting, he had a great show, the show's in reruns, making a trillion dollars, probably a billionaire. What more power do you need? Do you really need the power of somebody to molest them and, and sexually abuse them? Do you really think someone needs that? That's a sickness. And usually I'm the type of guy say, the guy is a rapist, throw him in jail, throw him under the jail. But I think Bill Cosby has a deeper problem. Uh, this is my point of view, my theory. He's, he's nuts. He's got a screw loose. I hate to say it. It's in the news. You see him. He was stumbling around like he's an old bumbling fool. That's an act. I'm quite sure uh, he's going blind according to uh, report. I'm sure. I don't think so. I think this is a guy who's playing it out, got caught with hand in the cookie jar. Uh, the shifty women who says he drug fifty women, I I tend to believe that's false. I don't think fifty women it's that's crazy. That's a, that's that's a nuts thing to do. And the women who are trying to get in the limelight, they're fifteen minutes of fame. I believe that's what's happening to the portion of anybody's ever talked to, anybody's ever hugged, anybody's ever kissed, they're coming out of the woodwork and saying he drugged them too. And who do you believe? You know, I feel sorry for the women that really have to but according to this case that he's being tried for in, um, in Philadelphia, he said in the deposition that he did give her pills and they had consensual sex. So he did it. Sorry, folks. Mr. Huxable's a rapist. He, he admitted it. So he's going to get what he's going to get. It'd probably be a slap on the wrist. They're not giving him 10 years. And if they did give him 10 years, what's he going to do? He's going to serve it in club set. So he loses three years and six months of his life. At 77, he comes out when he's 80. And living in a posh island somewhere with coconut milk and, and my time. So who really wins on this? Now, for the people who can prove that he did something to them, maybe they have lawsuits, and he'll settle. You know, you have a billion dollars. That's a billion dollars. So that gives you quite a few, bit, a few pennies to 
hand out a few shekels to give away and uh, make your name better. Not make your name better, make your, your conscience more better because at least the people you drugged up, well, you gave them $300,000 to shut the heck up. I mean, that's what it's coming to. And it's a shame, and he just besmirched his name and anybody affiliated. All right, enough with Bill Crosby. Let's go to sports. NFL. Now, I just got finished watching the game that was... I kind of called it before anything, even the kickoff started. These Jets, these sad sacks, these losers, get a chance to paint their own picture, to get into the playoffs which they wouldn't have done anything in there anyway. But the fact that they got in shows some progress for that team. Now, I'm a big Jets fan, and unfortunately, I knew it was coming. They're going against Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan was an absolute big loser. This guy comes in, and what's he do? He shoots the Jets. The Jets could have won the game in the third quarter, but what they did was our friend... Uh, uh, what's the guy's name? I can't. Oh, Fitzpatrick. What he does is throws the interception, and there you go. We're not in the playoffs. When I say we, that's because I've been a Jets fan since Joe Willie Newman, way back in the day. So here we are, stuck, no playoffs, crappy ending to the season. Not such a bad season, you know. Uh, 10 and 6, whatever it ends up being. Yeah, 10 and 6. Most teams, not most teams, but a lot of teams are going to be in the playoffs with worse records, which I really don't understand that. Why is that set up something that people go for with uh, being that far behind other teams that don't make the playoffs simply because they're in the wrong uh, division? What are you going to do? What can you do? Not much. All right, let's go to the next topic. Next topic is movies, 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 movies. Now, I haven't done anything on movies in quite a while because the simple reason I've been too busy. And one of the things, I don't go to many movies. I don't remember the last movie I went to the movie theater. That I don't remember the last one I went to. Um, so all I can say is I'm a Netflix guy. If I'm going to watch a movie, I wait for it to go to Netflix or Redbox or Redbox or whatever it is. And then I'll watch my movie. That's the way I do. But this big, blockbuster, crazy movie that I must see, I've been told. If you're old enough to have seen the first Star Wars, when it came out, when they say this is similar to that. So, it, the first star was like the biggest thing since Slice Bread. Now, the, the one they just put out is big as that one. Now, I don't know if I should believe that or it could be, but believe it or not, I was really never a big uh, Star Wars fan. No, not even. Believe it or not, I, I like the first one. I like that Harrison Ford was in it. Um, I might have seen one or two other after that. 
But for some reason, it lost me. And I love space movies. I love that kind of stuff. I love outer space and rockets to the Mars and all that nonsense. For some reason, I have lost interest in a multi-billion dollar franchise, Star Wars. And that's my next point. Would you have sold a multi-billion dollar franchise for four billion dollars? I say yes. I'd say yes, go to the bank, buy an island, go to the Bahamas. That's it. George Lucas, genius. Genius. Sold the franchise, Star Wars. For four billion dollars, he hit the lotto. Four billion dollar lotto, and you know, if you think about it, his name is still associated with it. So, you know, you're still Star Wars lore. You're still the guy, you know, George Lucas. But they would not let him have any, any deal with the movie, the new movie. He was locked out. They didn't even want a phone call. They didn't want him sitting in the theater when it finally was finished in production to even look at it. They hated this guy. For what reason? I have no clue. But George Lucas sold his baby and they did what they did. They're going to make billions off of it. Guaranteed. They're going to make billions off of Star Wars because Star Wars... 14 and Star Wars 29 is going to be coming out, and that would be a money maker forever. But George Lucas, as old as he is, take the four billion dollars and run four billion, four billion. Wow, that's crazy. Four billion dollars for a movie rights, but he got it. Have fun, say la vie. I wouldn't even look at the movie, I'd be about my business doing whatever I wanted to do because it's just simple as that. You, you've got the money. Give them the car. Give them the baby. Who cares? You can live your life in luxury and you know my ties until you're 90. Whatever it takes. And and I, I agree that I would have done the same thing, but I do understand how he feels bad because he said uh, a quote of him said he sold his his uh, franchise to white slavers. <laughs> but I, I found it find that amusing. White slavers, I guess because they didn't allow to have any input. And so he figured he'd say something nasty. It's not. Uh, so that's Star Wars. Guys, somebody, get a hold of me. Let me know what you think. Send me an email. Call me. Let me know what you think about Star Wars. I hear it's really big. I hear it's something that uh, people are really into. They really like. And for me, like I said, I'm a space guy, movie guy, but for some reason, Star Wars is not ringing my bell. And I see all these goofy new actors who I've never seen before. They do have Harrison Ford in it, so maybe just because of that, uh, I would go check that out. The Book Zone, one of our sponsors. Now, there's a cool thing happening. The Book Zone has out two books, and I'm going to feature those books in a couple other shows down the line in 2016 and I'm also going to give the websites where you can go in and purchase the books. The one new book is a cookbook. A 
It's a cookbook called Downside Dad Cookbook. And what it is, is, unfortunately, some of these dads are getting laid off. And they're becoming Mr. Moms. But what happens is, oops, dad doesn't know how to cook. He can't boil an egg. And you get tired of eating pot pies, frozen pot pies, and hot dogs for dinner. And McDonald's and Burger King. How about learn to cook a good meal, tasty, some gourmet meals? Wow. This book teaches your average cook, no experience, how to make great meals. Tasty meals, meals that the kids are going to love, their wife's going to love it, downsized dad cookbooks. I'm going to be featuring that book in 2016. Look for it and I'll give you the website in a couple of shows from now. Next book is Barely Beans Adventure. Now, what's one of the biggest topics that are going on today? Let's think about it. Yep, bullying. This is a, a children's book on bullying. And if you think about it, it's still going on, still going on. There's still people out there, kids, bullying each other. You got bullies at the job. You got bullies at school. You got all kinds of nonsense. How about teach them at a young age that's not good to bully? It's not cool. It's not nice. Yeah, I said it. it's not nice. So this book goes through the, the character Bailey Beans and shows his adventure and dealing with a bully. It's a very good book. Once again, I'm going to feature this book on a, a later show, and I'll give you the website for that uh, book. Daily Beans Adventure and Song Bullying. Last but not least, we got Jobs, Jobs, Jobs. Another book out, and it's a new edition of 2016. Check this book out. We have a Jobs, Jobs, Jobs uh, radio show. Just go to the, um, the download, look up Jobs, 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 and I think it might be 2014 edition, but this is a new 2016 edition of Jobs, Jobs, Jobs. That's the book. These books are all from the book zone. And um, one of our great sponsors. All right, in because 2016, the Digital Dave Radio Show is back on Blog Talk Radio. Yes, we're going to do quite a few shows this year because I'm going to have a little more time on my hands. And I would love to reach out to What's nice about Block Talk Radio, and some people might not know this, but I guess probably most of you do, it's internet radio. 